All right, we want to praise the Lord. We finally got this technology going. And uh, we are trying to get the word out. That's all we're trying to do. Uh, we thank God we've got, let's see, two, four, six, seven people here tonight counting the children. And I thank God for having that meeting on a Wednesday night. And good to have Teresa with us here tonight. Uh, we'll have a word of prayer here in just a minute, I think. Is this August the 29th or August 30th. the 30th? Day the 30th? Yeah. August the 30th. Uh, this year's flown by. we got September knocking on the door already. But we're going to go Lord in prayer. Um, I don't have an update on Sister Bonnie. I do have an update on uh, Sister Shelly. Uh, she's doing better. <clears throat> uh I contacted Andy today to ask him because she'd been so bad that he took a week off from work and he said, you know, that she's doing a little better. My wife's sick, been sick all day long. And as far as I know, Bonnie's doing better, but I don't have an update on her. But we'll pray for him. Uh, Mitchell called me today and said, Bessie, uh, they found out she's got cancer. Oh, my. And we need to remember her. Yeah. And uh, I can't think of. Anything else, but uh, we'll go. We'll go, Lord, in prayer. Father, we thank you for prayer. We thank you for your great mercies, Lord. Your compassions that fail not. Your mercies that are new every morning. And Lord, we want to pray, Lord, dear Father, if your blessings on our efforts, Lord, tonight. Thank you that we was able to get the live stream going, able to get the Lord the service recorded. Lord, we want to get this word as far as we can. And I pray, Father Lord, for your blessings upon the service tonight. Lord, I pray, Father God, tonight for Bessie. They found out she got cancer yesterday. And uh, Lord, uh, we, we know, Lord, these old frail bodies. Uh, Lord, down here the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 14, that here we have no continuing city. There's somebody dying right now. I thought they'd yeah. be here, Lord, for many years to come. And Somebody going to die tonight. Somebody going to die tomorrow. We know this life's uncertain. Oh Lord, I pray, Father, for Bessie tonight. I pray, Lord, Father, for Bonnie tonight. Lord, been transferred from TJ Community Hospital to, to Vanderbilt in Louisville. Yes. Lord, they're taking good care of her. And we pray, Lord, she'd be able to make it to Bowling Green, Father, to the rehab or wherever she wants to go to the rehab. I know she's got several options, but we pray she'll... Be able to get home soon. Be able to get back in church soon. Just pray for your blessings upon Bonnie tonight. Thank you for that good report on Shelly. That she's a little better. Oh Lord, I pray for my wife. Been sick all day long today. Terrible sick. And, and Lord, I feel so helpless to be able to help her. I pray for her, Lord. I pray, God, Lord, you'd visit her with healing in your wings. And yes. help her father to get well. Uh, Lord, we got her medicine and... It doesn't seem like it's working and they told her wasn't nothing they could do to stay home and not to eat nothing. We just pray for her, Lord. And I thank you, Father, for your mercy and your grace. Lord, I pray, Father, Lord, tonight for our country. Lord, that it would see the need to do a men of a type of repentance and turn to God with its heart. Lord, this seems like this country, Lord, is out of touch with God. Seem like, Lord, they just don't want God in the schools don't want God in the government don't want God in the churches just ungodly just 
bothers me, Lord, that our country has lost sight of God, used to walk with God, used to stand ten feet tall for God, and now, Lord, God's a by word. They don't want Him mentioned. They don't want Him to get any uh, any praise, any prayer, or anything, Lord. They just have completely uh, turned away from You, Lord. I, I know Your Word said, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways, seek my face. And uh, Lord, You said You'd hear from heaven. You'd heal them, their land of its sins. And Lord, I don't know if America's going to do that, but I wish it would. I pray for these upcoming elections. Lord, I, if nothing else, Lord, I just wish they'd be honest. Uh, Lord, I, I pray that there'd be no uh, behind the door things going on. I just wish there'd be an honest election. I wish, Lord, I could be satisfied with the results. Help us, Lord, to pray over our vote and help it. I pray to, to go to the right one. And Lord, we, we pray God tonight, Lord, your blessings upon the singing and Lord, upon the preaching of your word. We thank you. Ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. I, I was going to sing a song here tonight, but... Go ahead. We, all right. <laughs> no, I'm talking about singing out of the book. Not Brother Eddie ain't going to sing a song. We'll, we'll try number 209. Number 209. Precious memories. Uh, on the way up here, I have to admit, I was thinking about people that I... I had gone to the grave with and couldn't go no further. And I miss them. And uh, the song says a lot about that. Number 209. Precious memories Unseen angels Sent from somewhere to my soul How they linger ever near me And the sacred past unfold Precious memories How they linger How they ever flood my soul stillness of the midnight precious sacred saints unfold precious father loving mother fly across the lonely years and old home saints of my childhood Past I hear 
Old time singing, gladness bringing from the lovely land somewhere. Precious memories, how they linger, how they ever flood my soul in the stillness of the midnight. Precious sacred saints unfold. I remember mother praying father oh miss that father to on bended knee sun is sinking shadows falling but the press to follow me precious memories how they linger how they stillness of the midnight precious sacred saints unfold as I travel on life's pathway know not what the years may hold as I ponder hope grows fonder Precious memories flood my soul. Precious memories, how they linger, how they ever flood my soul. In the stillness of the midnight, precious sacred saints unfold. I have to admit, we were singing that. I was thinking about eating down at Mama's table. Oh, man. Would to God we could go back. Yeah, right. Spend some time on those days that are gone. It's like water. just slips. You just can't hold on to it. It just slips through your fingers. I was the only child, Teresa. My mama, she, uh, she spoiled me rotten. Loved her little boy. And I done buried her and daddy too. But I sure do remember helping her wash dishes. Yeah. Helping her fix supper. Things like that. I remember coming in there. Brenda, we kneeled down there by the bedside and mama didn't know how to pray. And, and I didn't either. About 10 year old toe-headed boy. God bless Mama May. God bless Papa Ed. God bless Aunt June, Uncle Keith. And, you know, my uncle lay down, my aunt Betty, and you know, mom and dad, and then we'd we get done praying, and I'd get in bed. And I, I'm glad my mama come back there, so let's pray. Yeah. Let's have prayer before we go to bed. Yeah. The only time I ever heard God's name mentioned in our home, Teresa, was we blame God for everything. It was, she yeah. did this, she did that. I said it one day, and they washed my mouth out with soap. It was okay for them to say it, but wasn't okay for me to say it. But you know, as a little child, I, I didn't understand. They didn't understand. And my mom and my dad, they both got to see me saved. They both got to hear me preach. 
And I thank God for that precious memory too. My mama rededicated her life. My dad got saved. And uh, well, I'm so glad. You want to sing tonight, brother? Come on up, or I'll get you ready. I thought you wanted me to. I do. Every change I can. You know I can sing. Yes, you can.
Christian mama and raised up in a Christian right. home. They don't right. know how privileged they are. I know I, my mama and daddy, I can remember the home life wasn't too good. I never remembered them taking me to church. Yeah. I never remembered them hugging me or doing anything like that. I've heard people say, well, that was just that generation. Mm. But I'm, I'm thankful, though, that mama and daddy in their older life, they got saved. But yeah. we went through a lot. And then sometimes I think about myself. I wasn't the mother I should be. I mean, yeah. I, was, I was never there for my children. I was working. So I know a lot of things happened within their lives I didn't know about. But, you know, I still had that lingering guilt. I mean, I, w I loved them with all my heart. Yeah. I, I just, uh, I wish I'd been a better mother. <laughs> you was a good mother. She preached my message tonight. I told White, you know, she I appreciate her singing it. Kind of mother, she was. We yeah. did, didn't we, yeah. brother? We went up part of the hospital. We witnessed it, yeah. Seen what kind of mother she yeah. was. Yeah, we sure did, huh? Yes, <clears> she did. She sung that song, Sometimes It Comes a Storm, and Sometimes It Comes a Storm in May brought back more precious memories when I was young in the Lord hadn't been saved no time didn't didn't have no sense in ain't got much now but the storm was beating down in our house so bad that the windows were shaking it was kind of scary to be in the house and a little boy come running in the bedroom and he said daddy I'm afraid I said well son I'm afraid too and I just read this verse Teresa it's Psalms 56 verse 3 I said, son, I just read this verse. says, what time I'm afraid, I'll trust in thee. And I said, that's all I know, know to do, son. And he went to bed and slept like a baby, and I did too, just on that one verse, yeah. Psalm 56, verse 3. But there was another time that the storm was coming hard on our home, and, yeah. and I knew I needed to get to that bedroom and pray, and I didn't even make it to the bedroom. It was beating on the house so hard. I stopped there in the hall and prayed for our home that God would spare us, and Get us through that storm. But I appreciate her singing that song. Sometimes God does calm the storm. Yeah. And sometimes He calms the storm in us. Amen. Amen. Oh my, good place to be here tonight. Uh, Amen. A while back, the Lord woke me up and gave me about seven messages. I mean, I mentioned that. I don't know if y'all remember it or not, but uh, we're going to preach one of those messages tonight. Uh, Luke chapter number 7. And uh, we just got a thought or two. We won't be here long. But good to have Teresa here with us tonight. Amen. Uh, Luke chapter number 7, starting in verse number 11. Like I said, uh, Brenda, she done preached my message already here tonight. She'll know what that means here in a minute. Verse 11 says, And it came to pass. I like that wording. That's one of my favorite wordings in the Bible that uh, this actually happened. It came to pass the day after that he went into a city called Nain. Many of his disciples went with him 
and much people. Now when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her, and said unto her, Weep not. He came and testified, and they that bare him stood still. He said, Young man, I say unto thee, Arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak. And he delivered him to his mother. And there came a fear on all, and they glorified God, saying that a great prophet is risen up among us, and that God had visited his people. And this rumor of him went forth throughout all Judea and throughout all the region round about. We'll stop our reading right there. We'll preach tonight on the weeping widow of name. Uh, you know, I, I asked the Lord on the way up here that He'd help me to weep. Even as I read what we've read here tonight, and I, I probably could cry some crocodile tears, but I'll be honest with you, I'd rather be from the Lord. Amen. And I think, you know, a lot of that does happen. I wish Brenda could rub some of that off on me. I, I can just look at her and she'll start weeping. Amen. And I tell you what, that's a virtue. One thing about the Lord, He told Hezekiah, He said, I've seen your tears. Yes. God does see our tears. Yes, He does. We'll go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank You for the Scripture we've read. We thank You for the thought, Lord, that we derived from what we read here tonight. Pray, Lord, You'd bless, Father, the portion of Scripture we've read here tonight. Lord, set a table, Lord, that we could sup with You and dine with You, Lord. Uh, Lord, we're all hungry and thirsty. We're all poor and needy. And I pray, dear Father God, tonight that You could minister, Lord, in our midst and get honor and glory here. May You be exalted. May You be honored. May You be lifted up. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Like I said, we're preaching about that weeping widow. <clears throat> now, uh, you know what? I buried two daughters already. And Brenda, bless her heart, she buried her son Gary, man, Brother Ed. We went out there just to visit. Boy, that was good. Yes. Good we did. But we yes. were better off. We met Sarah out there. Yes. We got we got Sarah because of going out there. We got Brenda because of going out there. But we seen some things that the world, for some reason or another, they're not interested in. They right. they hide their face. They're more interested in having a good time, more interested in doing things, you know, that bring joy. But the Bible says it's better to go to the house of mourning than it is the house of feasting. Yeah. But we got out there and prayed and, and supported Brenda and did what we could. Well, this widow, this is her only son. And she's watched him suffer like Brenda watched Gary suffer. Yeah. I'll say this about Brenda, I've never seen a better mother. No, I've never seen a better mother. I've seen a lot of them. I've seen her wash him. I've seen her feed him. I've seen her. Right. It'll be all right. I've seen her comforting him. I've yeah. seen her yeah. care for him. And, yeah. You know, them nurses, they couldn't do it for him what Brenda could. That's I tell right. you, it's a blessed sight just to see a mother taking care of her son. And, and this widow, she only had one boy. Her father's, her husband's already 
passed on. Her, the boy's father's done gone. She's bearing this whole load. And, and she's weeping as they're headed to the graveside. And you know, much people with her. But she's done everything that she can do for this little boy. Brandon, now the inevitable has happened. And I tell you, there's nothing you can do. <clears throat> I'm glad there's something Jesus can do. Amen. Yeah. 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 I remember sitting down at the table with a little 17-year-old girl. Blue eyes, blonde hair, beautiful thing. Took after her dad. <laughs> she showed up unexpected at my mother's house. Dad had left mom for another woman. And I was just trying to comfort mom. But we had a thing I'd eat. Well, I don't say I'd eat dinner with her every Sunday. She'd fix dinner for me every Sunday, and you better believe I'd show up too. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Brother Ed, I was there. And, man, I'm telling you, we talking pinto beans, cornbread, fried potatoes, fried chicken. I mean, that, that good stuff. She spared no expense knowing her son was coming. And I was sitting there, and my, my youngest daughter showed up. And, uh, you know, I, I just didn't know this last time I was going to see her. I didn't know the next time I see my daughter she'd be laying in a coffin. That's the way life is. I don't yeah. want to elaborate on that, but we never know when it's going to be that last time. That's right. Uh, our life, the Bible says, but a vapor appear for a little while there in the book of James. And uh, <clears throat> our days are swifter than a week or shuttle. Uh, Job said in Job 14, verse 1, man's born a woman for a few days before the trouble. But those few days that we have, boy, we need to be mindful of the fact that sometimes we're going to sit down at the table the last time. No doubt this yeah. would have yeah. had plans for this boy. No doubt she had, uh, uh, you know, wanted to see him get married, wanted to see him, you know, uh, have a wife, have a family. And, and, you know, the best plans, no matter how good you make them, sometimes they get interrupted. Bible talks about where Jesus was weeping there in Gethsemane. It was a garden spot and he resorted to often. And he said in that garden there was a sepulcher. Sometimes right in the garden spot of your life is a grave. Yes, that's right. And I visited him, Brother Ed. <clears throat> I don't, you know, I don't care what people say. They can't say nothing wrong laws they're there. I remember when my daughter did you know, have a funeral. Everybody come through that door was a comfort to us. They didn't have to say anything. They didn't have to do anything just to know that they knew that we were bereaved of our little girl and that we were hurt and everybody came through that door was a blessing. Amen. Yes. We're here at this weather, Brother Ed. She's making the best of it. Uh, she's headed to the graveside uh, and she's weeping. The Bible tells us here that... Uh, She's uh, the widow of Nain and that her son's being carried, her only son's being carried by some men and she's got much people in the city with her and uh, she's weeping as they're going to this graveside. And the Bible said the Lord saw her and had compassion on her and said unto her, Weep not. Boy, I tell you, I'm glad the Lord's a very present help in time of trouble. Bible says in Psalm 46, verse 1, God is our refuge. You know, on the day and hour we're living in, this, this verse probably going to be one of my favorite verses there. No matter how bad it gets down here, no matter how hard it gets down here, God is our refuge yes, he is. and our strength. 
a very present help in time of trouble. We've always got help to make it through it. The Lord provides that help. He's there for us. Brother, he said, I'll never leave you. Yeah. I'll never forsake you. He said, Lord, I'm with you always. Yeah. The Bible said about Jesus in Isaiah chapter 53, said he was a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. Oh, I'll tell you, I've seen people, they don't want to be around sorrow. They don't want to be around grief. They run from it. They don't, you know, funeral's just not for them. And, you know, I used to be one of them. I guess I can identify with that a little bit. That was, till I started to go into some and realize how important it was to be there because people are hurting. And I tell you what, you can be some help just by showing up. Saying your name in that book. Say, I was here. I was thinking about you in your time of sorrow. Boy, I'm glad Jesus showed up right in the middle of this this funeral procession. Jesus shows up. Brother Ed, she's weeping. We watched Brenda weep out there. Yeah. We ended up weeping with her. That's right. I'll tell you what we did, boy. We saw a mother love her son. Amen. Oh, we saw her extending herself as far as she could. She wouldn't sleep. She wouldn't go home. She wouldn't eat. She's just taking care of Gary. And this what's this widow's like. Brenda, she can't do nothing. But I'll tell you what, I, I'm glad, praise God, Jesus showed up. Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah. But Eddie said when the Lord saw her, He had compassion on her. Like I said, Isaiah 53 verse 3 said He's a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. He goes on to say, Teresa, we hid as it were our faces from Him. We didn't want nothing to do with Jesus. He wanted something to do with us. Thank he, God. Didn't, Thank God. he didn't turn his face from our no. sorrows. We just no. turned up. The Bible said he was smitten of God. He was forsaken of God. All them disciples that said we're ready to go with you even unto death. Yeah. We'll never leave you. We'll never forsake you. They're all gone. His mother's there. He looks down and says, Mother, he says, Woman, behold thy son. And I tell you what, buddy, here he is on the cross and he's suffering and there's people looking on him for the wrong reason. They wanted to see him die. They wanted to see him suffering. But I tell you what, there was a reason he was dying. There's a reason he's suffering. Yeah. Because his stripes were healed. Yeah. And I tell you what, thanks to his blood, I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed. Thanks to him, I'm going to heaven. Thanks to him, I got eternal life. Thanks yeah. to him, glory to God, I'm being dead to conquer. He said, I was dead, I'm alive forevermore. Yeah. I got the keys of death and hell. Yes, he does. Amen. Well, man, what a savior. Oh, what a Savior. Then the little spot with us. Life, Jesus. I don't believe it was an accident, Teresa. <laughs> I believe He knew where He needed to be. Yeah. I'm glad, boy, when you need Him. The Bible says He's never very far from me. One of us there in Acts chapter 17. Right. says we can find Him if we feel after Him. You don't have to feel too far no. to find Jesus. Oh, just reach out. But here He is, Brother Ed. He's at very present help in time of trouble. And it's her time of trouble. All she knows to do is weep. These people, much people of the city, they're with her. They can't do nothing, but they're weeping with her. But this one that can do something, he saw her and had compassion on her and said unto her, Weep not! And he came and touched the bar. And they that bear him stood still. 
Now understand these fellows are headed to the grave. Yeah. But the resurrection shows up. <laughs> and when he right. touched that bar, they stood still. Yes, they did. And I'll tell you what, Jesus told Martha in John chapter 11, he said, Thy brother will live again. Mm-hmm. Martha said, I know he'll live again in the resurrection. Right. Jesus said, I am. I am the resurrection. Right. Hey, oh, he didn't just say it. He showed. He said, "Lazarus, come forth." Lazarus, come out, bound hand and foot, with grave clothes. And I tell you what, Jesus said, "Loose him, let him go." So in his first, the Bible, John eleven thirty five says, "Jesus wept." I'm glad, praise God, he can have compassion. I'm glad, praise God, that he'll come to us in our hour. I'm glad he'll help us through the struggles of life, and he's here for this widow. You know, it's okay to weep. Yes. God said He bottles up our tears like diamonds to God. Yeah, like diamonds to God, Brother Ed. With a little tear dripping down our cheek. Yeah. We try to hide it. And the Lord said, let me put that in my bottle here. Yeah. yeah. I look back there sometimes. Sarah's got them dripping off her cheeks. Yeah. Brenda's got them dripping off her cheeks. And Brother Ed, he get anything happen on his cheeks. Amen. Yeah, that's right. But here Jesus shows up. He says, weep not. He touched that bar and said to him, young man. Yeah, I tell you how old this boy was. Yeah. I don't know how young he was, but he was a young man. Yeah, that's right. He said, young man, I have to watch myself right here. <laughs> he said, young man, I say unto thee. Uh-huh. I made a lot of difference out there, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We're talking about in him. We're never moving out of our bed. Yeah. This boy's dead. Jesus said, young man, I say unto thee, arise. That's right. Lord, hallelujah. I'm glad, praise God, our God's not the God of the dead. I feel sorry for this bunch down here. Fallen Buddha, fallen Mohammed, fallen yeah. some, some other jack leg. I'm glad I know the one, not on the left footprints on the water. I'm glad I know the one that left an empty grave yeah. just so they can know that praise God, he conquered death, hell, and the grave. Yes, and Muslims said, oh man, we got the boat centuries as the empty grave. And I thought, man, they are dumb. Yes, I'm yes. glad I've got an empty grave. They can go dig yours up. They want to. Praise God, they'll never find mine. I <laughs> tell them, they can go look. They can go dig. They can do all the technology stuff they got today. All the archaeological devices they got today. And they'll not find one trace of my Lord and Savior. I want you to know, He tore the bars away up from the grave. He arose. He arose with a mighty he trial over his foes. He arose, glory to God. Yes, he did. Thank God he got up. Amen. Amen. He said, young man, I say unto thee, arise. And he, I like this term, that was dead, mm-hmm. set up. I can see all the people standing around like, are y'all seeing what I'm seeing? <laughs> yes. That's right. And maybe there was a little whispering going on, Brother Ed. Probably was. Uh, maybe there was a little rubbing of the, you know how you do something. Yeah. <laughs> and I see what I'm seeing. He set up and began to speak. I don't know what this young boy said. No. I got to feel one of them words was mama, Brother. <laughs> he might have said, Mama, I'm so glad to see you. I don't know, but I know one thing. Jesus presented that boy yeah. to his mother. Yes, he did. One of these days he's going to present Gary 
Not the burden. That's right. I can't say they like that. I tell me, praise God. I'm glad, amen. There is a resurrection. I'm glad, praise God. The Bible said, them that sleep in Christ Jesus, he'll bring with him when he comes. What a glad reunion day that'll be when he shows up. They're going to be with him. We'll be caught up together with them in the clouds. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Oh my, I don't know what he said. But he began to speak. And the Bible said he delivered him to his mother alive. Yes. And there came fear on them. You know people down there, they still ain't got it figured out, Brother Ed. No. And they get, if there's a way to mess it up, they'll mess it up. But instead of them being happy, they're scared to death. Fear, it said, fear came upon all of them. Yeah. And they glorified God. You know, they didn't know what to do. They about like, you know, so much bunch that I'd say it, but they called me a holy roller. I don't mind the calls. Right. <laughs> I will tell you one thing, I do like to be real. You're right. I'd rather be real. Yeah. Right. Walk on the water. I'd rather be real. They jump over the mountain. Yes. As long as it's real, that's all I want to be. Yeah. I tell them around here, when you get the cane efforts, don't worry about it. That's right. But if you ain't got the cane efforts, be careful. And I do get the cane efforts quite often around here. They know it. My pastor preached a funeral. I went to two funerals last week. And he's preaching a funeral of Danny Dickard. And I'm back there shouting. And I'm not talking about no little bit of shouting. I'm shouting all over the place. One thing, I hadn't got to be in the presence of my pastor a long time. Another thing, I'm a preacher too. And I knew what he's doing, where he's going. And I tell you what, he's doing a good job. And I, I tell you, I couldn't help myself. I turned a lot of heads. But I tell you what, I wasn't afraid. It said fear came upon all of them. And they glorified God saying, A great prophet is risen up among us. They missed it. Yeah. Amen. You know, today, the world's missing it. There's something about this Jesus. Yes, there is. Now, 34 years, Brandon and I knew of him, but I didn't know him. Me too. April 27th, 1988, I come to know him personally. I'm talking about personally. Talked with him on the way to church every night, talked to him this morning, talked to him the other day. But uh, this world, they're just like this bunch right here. They couldn't understand who Jesus was. They seen the evidence. They saw this great miracle. And the first thing they did, they said, a great prophet has risen up among us and that God had visited His people. Jesus was God in the flesh. And this rumor of Him went forth throughout all Judea and throughout all the region round about. Oh my... The widow's tears turned to joy. The funeral, they couldn't even have a funeral with Jesus around, but the funeral position stopped. And they might not have understood it. One thing they did understand, they didn't have to go to the grave. This boy didn't need to be buried. This boy's alive. He's going home with his mother. And I'll tell you what, boy, uh, you can't have a funeral with Jesus. Uh, I, I know we go through the motions of it, but praise God, down here we say they're gone up there. They say, here they come. I'll tell you, praise God, uh, He delivered this son to His weeping mother, and, and the Lord said, weep not. And I'll tell you what, uh, praise God, I, I'm glad Jesus shows up. Even in the lowest place of our lives, I'm glad that Jesus can show up. Yeah. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15, that we can find mercy and grace to help in time of need. Verse 16, 
Hebrews 4, 16. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15, that He bears our sorrows and our griefs. Mm-hmm. He's touched by the feelings of our infirmities. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, there's just so much about Jesus. I can't get enough of Him. Somebody wrote a song, Just Give Me Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. I'm complete in Him. Completely saved. Trying to explain to somebody this morning about what it means to be saved. And I told them, no matter how I put it, Brother Ed, they just couldn't get it. I said, the reason you can't get it is because you've never been saved. Jesus right. told Nicodemus, John chapter 3, verse 3, He said, except a man be born again, he can't see the kingdom of God. And, and also Paul wrote to the church of Corinth in 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Uh, I don't remember what verse it is. It says, The natural man receiveth not the things of God. Right. Neither can he know them their foolishness to him. No matter what terms they use, no matter how I put it, this guy just couldn't see it. He said, You're not saved. You've just been delivered. I said, Well, that's part true. But I've been born again saved. And I'll tell you what, it makes a difference when you've been born again Amen. saved. I'm yeah. telling you, praise God. I thank God for the peace of God. I thank right. God for the joy unspeakable and, and the full of glory that Jesus makes. I may not have known about it for April 27, 1988, but I've been out talking about it over my head in it now for 35 years. Amen. The psalmist said, Psalms 34, verse 8, O oh, taste and see yes. that the Lord is good. i got the buffet line. Yeah. I've been suffering ever since, Tracy. Amen. What a blessing it is. You can see to it. To suffer with Him. Yeah. Man, I wish I'd find out about it earlier. I did find out about it earlier, but I didn't act on it. Right. I was 18 years old, brother. Ed, my grandfather, a great godly man. Come up there to my backyard. They live back behind us. And I'm sitting there with a pathway ribbon in the brown bottle. And I see him coming. I put it behind my back. Sitting there with no shirt on. Papa Ed come up there. His eyes were bad. His glasses looked like round balls. It's so thick. It made his eyeballs look real big. But uh, it also made them tears look real big. I saw him oh like bowling balls running down his cheeks. He came up there and he called me horsefly. I was worried in the death. He said, horse fly, I sure wish you'd get saved. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there thinking, Teresa, with that brown beer bottle behind my back, Papa Ed, I'm only 18 years old. Maybe yeah. when I'm 81, but not 18, Papa Ed. Mm-hmm. I had to change right there. And as he pleaded with me, wept yeah. over me, here's what he said. He said, if you ever change your mind, any hour of the day, any day of the week, he said, you come down to my house and I'll personally introduce you to Jesus. Amen. Anytime I want to, I can get started. That's right. <laughs> he died not too long after that. Boy, he died, part of me did too. I thought the only person that ever cared about me was my grandpa. But he wasn't the only one that cared about me. There was another one. Yeah, he saw to it. Amen. No Eddie Wade, old drunk Eddie Wade could get saved. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I wish I had that opportunity again. But I know this, when I do get to heaven, I am going by the grace of God. Amen? Right. When I do get to heaven, Brother Ed, I'll look that grandpa up and he'll say, Horsefly, you should have listened to me. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I'm so glad he pleaded with me. I'm so glad he said, any time, come down to my house, any hour of the day, any day of the week, and I'll personally introduce you to Jesus. Yeah. Brother Ed, I, 
I'll let that slip. Yes, you did. Yeah, I'm glad I'm saved. But boy, wouldn't it have been good went down and said, Papa Ed, can, can you please tell me about Jesus? I didn't yeah. know how to be saved. Ain't that sad? Yeah. I mean, 34 years old, I had to ask the man what he'd do to be saved. I wouldn't have. <laughs> I went to the foreman's office at work. I was so lost, I couldn't help it. I went in there and they was talking about printing. And I opened up that door to that foreman's office and there said Jimmy Harson and Wendell Shaw talking about printing. I opened that door and I said, look, I don't care what neither one of y'all is talking about. I said, I'm lost. I'm going to hell. I need somebody to tell me how to be saved. And boy, to get a picture of them men, they want a million dollars, I guess. I mean, they look at me like a calf looking at Newgate. That, that a foreman, he said, you know, he just quoted a verse like Acts 16, 30, 31. Yeah. Uh, you don't believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, thou shalt be saved. Or Romans 10, 13, yeah. uh, whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Or, or Ephesians 2, 8, 9, for by grace you save through faith, that not of yourselves give to God, not of works, lest any man should boast. But you see, that just didn't do nothing to me, Teresa. I don't know what we're talking about. No. But that man in there that I was looking for, Wendell Shaw, that I'd always worked with, that always tried to talk to me about Jesus, and I'd just walk away because I wasn't interested. And I'd try to talk to him about things that wasn't fit to talk about, and he walked right. away to show me he wasn't interested. We had a mutual respect for each other, but we also understood each other. And he said, Eddie, I want to leave right now. We walked out of that foreman's office between the foreman's office door and the bathroom door is a hallway there and we're standing in that hallway people going by on both sides of us in a hurry going on break or going to work or whatever he told me the most phenomenal thing I ever heard in my life he said Eddie Jesus loves you Eddie he said Eddie Jesus wants to save you he's just waiting for you to ask him yeah. he gave me the best illustration I ever heard in my life right. he said Eddie if your little boy had done something wrong come to you and said Daddy I'm sorry he said Eddie what would you do I said well, I forgive him. He said, same way with God. He said, just go, right. go tell him you're sorry. I couldn't wait, Teresa. I couldn't wait till Sunday. I drove home like a wild man. Went straight to my bedroom. Knelt down there by my bedside. Didn't even know how to pray. I knelt down there. I said, dear Lord, somebody told me you love me. Somebody told me that if I would ask you that you'd forgive me my sins and you'd save my soul. And I said, Lord, the best way I know how Right here, right now, I'm asking you to save me. He got that done before I got it all the way out. Yeah, that's right. It's so wonderful. <laughs> all my guilt left, all my condemnation left, and yeah, I ain't seen right. it since. And the peace of God took its place. Yeah. And the joy of being saved was so wonderful. Brenda, I had to go look in the mirror. I, I, I guess I thought I was going to have a halo or something. I don't know. I look in the mirror and still look as ugly as I do now. But anyway, it was different in here. Yeah. And it's still different right. in here. And I'm glad the Lord can fix it. I mean, buddy, I was as broke as broke could be. But as broken as I was there, He put me back together. He set my feet on a street called Straight. And I've been walking with Him and fellowshipping with Him and thanking God for Him now for 35 years. Glory to God. Might have been a late bloomer, but I got in. Hallelujah. Hey. Amen. That's right. Weeping with her. And a merciful, loving Savior yes, showed up and gave her a son back, Brenda. Yes. Now I'm going to say they probably had some pretty good things to say. <laughs> she said, son, I sure am glad to have you back. And he said, mama, I sure am glad to see your face again. Oh my, what a glad reunion day that's going to be. Yeah, we're going to be spending I've got more family in heaven than I got down here. Amen. Yeah, I do too. And I'm looking forward to seeing some of them I ain't seen for a long time. Yeah. 
And some of it ain't been that long, but I'm still looking forward to seeing them. Amen. Father, we thank you for the thought tonight. Lord, I pray you'll help us. Lord, not only be mindful of your word, but Lord, be a doer of it. I pray your blessings, Lord, tonight upon the listeners by way of the internet, those that maybe got in on this service by the live stream. We hope it was a blessing. I hope those out there, Father, that are mourning can be comforted, and those, Lord, that are heartbroken and bereaved could find some hope. I know your word says uh, to comfort one another with these words there in that last verse of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. And Lord, your word does give us comfort and hope, and I thank you for it. And I pray, God, tonight, Lord, you be always, Lord, a welcome here. Come in, fellowship with us. And Lord, if you want to have singing tonight, been all right with me. But I thank you for the privilege to preach for a full moment. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Brother Eddie was talking about it. he's got the can't help it. Can't help it. <laughs> we went up to the north 